Well, hello folks and welcome to We The Peeps. This is, of course, of course it is, the American Soccer Podcast in which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the national soccer team, about the Nats. I'm Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I manage a web design company. And we love the Nats. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we do. I guess. Still here, baby. Still here. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Folks, welcome to another Rasta Pod. This is, of course, your favorite, uh, your favorite recurring segment of this show, uh, in which we discuss a Rasta when a Rasta drops. You know what I'm saying, Ty? How you feeling about that situation? Uh, well, depends on the roster. Let's get into it. <laughs> so we've got a few rosters, depends I suppose, on the roster. uh, to talk about, and uh, we'll start with the men's uh, senior team roster, and, that one, yeah. and then the Ninja we'll, Turtles. yeah, the, the men's Ninja Turtles, and then we will try to find our way towards something interesting to talk about, if at all possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, let's knock this out. Let's line them the FTF up uh, before they grow stale and fall off the branch. Uh, we've got goalkeepers, Brad Guzan, Sean Johnson, and Zach Steffen. Of course, of course. It was Four gloves. Four gloves. Zach Double wrap it. It was always going to be Zach Steffen. We've got defenders, Reggie, soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon, uh, Nick Lima Bean, Aaron Long, Daniel, you know him, you love it, uh, Matt Miazga, welcome <laughs> back, why not, good to see ya, long time, uh, Tim Ream, DeAndre Yedlin, welcome back, why not, and Walker Zimmermans. Uh, in the midfield, we've got the surprise call-up, Brendan Aronson. Uh, as well as uh, Michael Bradley, Sebastian Leggett, Too Leggett, Too Quet, uh, Weston McKenney, the West Tone, Christian Pulisic, the Porcelain Prince, uh, Christian Roldan, the Worser Christian, uh, Will Trap, as per usual, and Jackson Yule. Why not? Uh, forwards, welcome back into the fold, Josie Altador, uh, Paul Yariola Nips. We missed you for your family business. Corey Baird, Tyler Boyd, Jordan Morris, Josh Sargent. Jordan. Jordan. Josh Sargent. Uh, coming all the way from Verder. We love you, kid. And Giassi Zardes. So sad. All right. So, Ty, first impressions upon hearing this here, Rasta. Well, I'll give you... I'll actually give you second impressions. My first impressions were, like, to, to shut my laptop in rage. Because of the absence of Serginho Dest, which um, means he is uh, at best on the fence, if not preparing to, you know, jump ship. Um, as I've learned in sales, if it's if it's not a yes, it's a no. <laughs> so, right. so I'm worried. I'm I'm decidedly worried. I've right. got I've got the Serginho Dest thing at like a fifty fifty shot at best. Um, and then just seeing traps, Zardes, I mean, Roldan. It's just like he's not paying attention everyone can see it he can't see it it's like coachitis um but you my second impression when you read it out is like i actually am i'm fine with 75 percent of the names here you know given given injuries given 
um, circumstances. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we're close to the, to the team I would pick. I, it's those last like six guys that, you know, I would, I would have, uh, Richie Ledesma and, you know, other, other random. I know. Can um, you, can, given what's going favorites. on, given what's going on with Dest, uh, can you please I know, just I know. tie Ledesma I know. and Alex Mendez? For know. Christ's sake. These guys were better than Dest, hard? arguably at the under 19s. Fucking cap tie yeah. them. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, we it's... have to. We just have to give some a little bit more airtime to the Dest situation. Uh, it's sad. It's difficult to hear that he's not there. Is there a systemic problem with U.S. soccer that this points to, or was this kid always going to get good enough to play for Netherlands and not for us? No, I don't think it's a systemic problem. But I, I do think that we need to s- swallow our pride a little bit. And take situations like this as a chance to just cap tie people because, because you just don't know. And I mean, that goes hand in hand, in my opinion, with the strategy of like, of next man up and let's, let's try to find world cup winners, you know, because you, you remember in the early days when, um, when next Jordan up, Morris shout was out playing, Aaron Boone. for instance, shout out Aaron Boone. Exactly. How many home runs can this squad hit? Uh, <laughs> um, with with Jordan Morris, him coming in and people going, wow, he's actually just as good as the players who we had, you know, playing playing winger coming off the bench and playing striker, and how surprised they were at that. Well, the distance a lot of the time between some of these elite youth players and senior players is not that much, at least in terms of talent. You know, consistency can be an issue, um, adaptability, fitting into a plan, like dealing with pressure, those things. Uh, come into play. But for me, I, I see this as the perfect opportunity to say, hey, we are going to give you a shot. And yes, part of the reason is that we want to we want you to be committed to this program. And this is a way that that, you know, we can mutually make a commitment to each other. So if you're if you are interested long term in playing for the US national team, come to this camp, we will play you, we will see how you do. Uh, and you know, yes, we we get the advantage of knowing that you're with us. But it's a mutual thing. You right. know, you're going to get something out of the experience as well. It's mega mutual. And it's t- to anyone who feels like, well, if they weren't, you know, going to be, uh, you know, gnats by choice, then we don't want them. Um, first of all, we definitely do want them. Uh, and second of all, it's still by yeah, choice. I mean, the, the idea yeah, of yeah. like if you call Ledesma up now <laughs> and he says, you know what, I want to hold out for Mexico, then we say okay, we might not take you to the under-23 World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Because Should we you know, continue you know investing I mean? in you? Should, yeah. yeah, why are we paying? Yeah. Why are we giving you a slot? So let's find that out a little bit earlier if that is the case. You know, someone like that. It's, Des- it's a DTR situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you or are you not, bro? It's like, it's like meeting the parents, you know? It's like, are, are you in or out? <laughs> right. And if you're, if you're looking for a serious relationship, it's never too early to meet the parents, all right? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. First date. All right. So we, we solved it. <laughs> Dinner with my folks. <laughs> When's the next competitive match that we can cap tie these guys? Uh, the return legs for this will be in November. So All that, right. that well, would be an, an, a chance at a do-over. That's pretty soon. Yeah, for for me, it's like it's 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 just tailor made for to do that. Um, so that's frustrating, and it, it's frustrating because when I see the roster, it just confirms again that the talentometer on Greg Berhalter is is busted. And um, is busted. That, so know, the, who are the, the 
who's the proof of that? Who's not here that that should be other than, you know, the aforementioned uh, dual nationals? Well, I would just take I, – I would just start with the fact that um, Will Trapp, Jossie Zardes are not national team players, period. So whoever it is, get somebody else in. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly interested in this kid, Mason Toy, who is in the U23 camp, and there's some value in that for sure. Um, but he's a goal scorer who I would much rather see in the spot of a Jossie Zardes. Um, and there's a, there are a couple, you know, random overseas players. I'd rather see Haji Wright, honestly, like Haji Wright's playing. I'd rather see some of these players who are playing in youth teams, uh, in, in Europe as well. Um, Sebastian Soto, I, I would love to have Sebastian Soto in place of Jossie Zardes. Sure. Uh, and then some, a couple other players, I have the U23 roster in front of me, a couple others I might like to see, uh, Ledesma and Mendez are on this roster. Um, and I think that would be, be well worth it to have them in the, in the senior Nats. Um, I would take a Jonathan Lewis over maybe uh, uh, some of the the lesser forward options. Charles sure, Robinson, yeah. um, and it, just in general, like I, I'm fine with having an MLS player, like a, a good MLS player, but just give me the 20 year old, not yeah. the 26 year old. You know? Yeah. Do we need to see Aaron Long again? We we know what we have. I'd rather have Chris Richards. What do we have? Right. I, and you know, I and feel that, that way about Walker Zimmerman. I'm actually okay. Yeah, I'm, I, Aaron Long, uh, he's good. He's good. Aaron Long, we Sebastian Legette and Paul Ariola can come in my opinion. I, I yeah, you know, they, sure, they're, sure, they're, fine. they've done yes. well, uh, yeah. but to, to the other names you mentioned. So in Greg's defense, we see Brendan Aronson. Yeah. Question yeah. Mark. I'm happy to see Brendan Aronson. Yeah, sure. And is that sure. a bit, is Get that enough or is that not enough? Not or? enough. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if he wasn't here, I would have, I would have liked for him to be here. Um, and he, you know, he's one, I think he's Olympic eligible. So he's, he's one that, that migrated from that group. So I, I don't see why not. I mean, and Chris Richards is like, is the, the perfect guy to start bringing into these senior camps. Right. Because, because he's, he's getting he's, no, no TV time. He's yeah. He's, he is clearly, better he's better than the third tier in germany that's for sure and he's not at a Bayern munich level then that's fine like you could be a really <laughs> good national team player and we will never know because he's playing in the third tier in germany so i think playing him in these matches would give him an opportunity to to showcase what he can do at a different level and you know use that parlay that into opportunities either at Bayern or somewhere else yeah, it's frustrating. Um, and and clearly from I mean he was I think he was in most people's like consensus top uh players at the U20 World Cup. He was he was fantastic. So, it's it's very um it's very disheartening just to see it trotted out over and over and this slow realization that yes, Christian Roldan is playing World Cup qualifying. Will Trapp is playing World Cup qualifying. Absolutely. I mean, we've got it. We've got a year until World Cup qualifying. Yeah, no, this is the team. So, this is what the team this looks is the team. like under this, this is the coach. Team. And this is what it looks like. So it's, and and uh, the second realization is, oh boy, for him to get fired, he's going to have to miss the World Cup in order to get fired. There's nothing in between now and then that's going to be bad enough for them to fire the president's brother as head coach. So there's there are only bad <laughs> Yikes, outcomes here. Dude, is, Either we go so to the World Cup dark. with right. Christian Roldan, or we don't go to the World Cup. At all. Oh my god, this is terrifying. Welcome to your life. Uh, jeez, man, why can't why can't like we love the Nats? We love the Nats, uh, but it is it is sad, and it's, it's not testing. helped by the fact that you know uh, Tim Weah and Tyler Adams are still injured. 
uh, both players who have Berhalter, who who have who Berhalter and us can agree upon. Uh, so sadly, I sure hope so. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, me too. I think so. I think he's shown that uh, in what yeah. limited time he had. So, all right. So let's go to fairer fields. Uh, this is, you know, it's going to be some pretty easy games in which not a whole lot is going to happen. Well, uh, let me stop you there, R- real quick, my friend. This is yeah. not your. This is not your your grandfather's Canada team. <laughs> so this Canada team is going to be tough, and they have some real talent, uh, particularly up front. They've got they've got a couple new kids coming through. The the big one obviously being Alfonso Davies of Bayern. Uh but this guy Jonathan David as well, who's playing in um Belgium and lighting it up there. And uh actually it was a dual national, by the way, but only spent a couple months in the States. Um and Lucas Cavallini, the striker who's, who's doing well in Mexico. Uh so I expect the the Canada team to be very, very good. And um, they're a little bit weak on defense. I think it could it could end up being like a Pulisic led, like four two or something like that. But I I expect Canada to to put in a a strong showing, and um, definitely test this team if the starting eleven is not up to par. Um, so yeah, the the Cuba game is it's hard to envision anything but a a strong win. But you know the the uh, what was it Guyana. Maybe over the over the summer that they got by one nothing, mm-hmm. um, you know it could be could be another situation like that where they get like actually outplayed in stre- like long stretches of the game, and nothing will happen, and the same roster will come back next time, and you know yeah. keep listening to our show though, or 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 uh, we will start to see one of Greg Berhalter's upsides. It has to be acknowledged has been a, a genuine adherence to a play-out-of-the-back system, which we have yeah. never seen in the Nats outfit ever on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe the or is that we start to see some of these players blossom. Uh, in particular, I'm thinking <laughs> of... I mean, look, I'm trying here. I mean, <laughs> I it, love this. It, if we see, like, Aaron Long, like, really fucking shredded up out there, we get Matt Miazga out there, he gets along with Burhalter finally, uh, and then Reggie Cannon and... Daniel Lovitz or Sim DeAndre. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's uh, gonna, yeah, but yeah. maybe, maybe, right? We see a Michael Bradley, Weston McKenney, uh, Sebastian Legette midfield with a, with a Christian Polisic and a nameless nobody on the other side. And we start to see this kind of work, question mark? There's an 11 in here that I think would be good and I would like. Uh, so. You know, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, my my balloon is deflated. Yeah, it's you rough. Know? Up, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need something from from the program to help me feel like we're moving in the right direction again. Yeah, it's just it's just been really rough the last yeah. the last couple months. Um, playing that Gold Cup in which you you know the U.S. kind of s- scrapes by in these easy games, and then you know that at the end of the year, they're going to publish like Berhalter's yearly record. Like, Oh, he only lost, he's only lost two times actually as national team coach. And they're going to trot that out as if it matters, you know, when we've played, we've played like three games that were difficult and not done well. Yeah. And got smackety smacked. Um, and almost got got beat by Mexico two in a, two games in a row. I mean, that's, 
Oh, he has. He's lost more actually because he we didn't, didn't we just, lose to Jamaica and, we did, and, and we Venezuela. I mean, oh we didn't God. just lose to Mexico. We we like we embarrassed Got ourselves. Like it worked. was rough. Yeah. It was yeah. rough with Pulisic. You know, not not a like not a B team. So and they had a B team. So anyway, yeah, there's just not a lot of good, uh, you know, and, and it's easy to say, it's easy to say, well, you know, if we got Dest in here or, or if we got Ledesma in here, there'd be so much more to be excited about. And I am a little bit wary of that because that's like just a little bit of like, uh, mm, what's the word? It's like, it's, it's a little bit of like a fetishizing of the, the possibility because we have a Josh Sargent on this roster, which is the name that three True. or four months ago True. we were obsessing over as the difference between a good and a bad roster. He's now here and it still doesn't feel good enough to us. Um, so I do wonder if there, it's going slower than I wanted to, but if there is a world in which every time, every roster, it gets one or two players closer to what we wanted to see instead of this like massive turnover that we would have wanted to see six months ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I could buy that. And then the, the other thought that comes to mind is, you know, the, there's this interesting thing about sports, which is that the players change, the coaches change, the administrators change, but the fans don't change. You know, I, I'm going to be a fan of this team as long as I'm alive. Hell yeah. So, you know, however however painful this cycle ends up being in terms of my, like, aesthetic and, like, theoretical enjoyment of the team, like, I love the team. I like watching the team play no matter what. And, you know, just because it's a it's a slight ebb in, in you know, the, the vibe right now, that's okay. I'm going to look back on this when we're lifting the the Jules Rumet in uh 2026 and I'm I'm there on the field celebrating. Um I I'll, I'll look back on this and laugh. Oh, Greggy P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Who knew uh, Christian Roldan would win the Ballon d'Or? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it comes down to Roldan and, and Pogba. Yeah, Roldan, Messi, Pogba on, on stage. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, who's What's the French kid's name again? Um, Killian Mbappe. Kill, yeah, Killian yeah, Mbappe. Roldan like, and Killian like, Mbappe. Uh, year, year, out it's like Roldan year after stage. year, you know, year after year. It's got to be one or the other. It's got to be one of them, you know. People it's, are it's like, tough. we got to get, we can't just keep giving it to them too. And they're I like, know, well, I they're know. clearly the best in the world. We've never seen anything <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's, I want to combine. <laughs> code question mark. Uh, he just has to take the U.S. to the World Cup and, <laughs> and he will be considered the GOAT. Uh, I want to combine discussions here because it's a much more fun to talk about what's going on in the world of club soccer these days for a Nats fan than it is to talk about the actual senior men's outfit. It is also more fun to talk about this, uh, this, uh, world cup quali- uh, sorry, this, uh, Olympic, uh, friendly roster that we just got, which is leading towards, you know, world, uh, Olympic for crying out loud, Olympic <laughs> qualifying, um, that's, I'm, I'm explaining that as well as Greg probably could. And, uh, we also have this cool side note, which is that Ty, you went on an awesome vacation in Europe uh, and saw some actual soccer oh, with your yeah. own eyeballs. Uh, so of those three realms, uh, where, where does your, where does your mind go first? What do you want to check in on? Well, let's do a, a quick hit on the 23s. Um, okay. So they, they are playing one friendly and they have a team that looks pretty dang strong. The The last camp uh, that they called was a little bit more um, domestic-based. I, th- I, I 
guess there was some sort of like club situations or whatever. Um, this is including more of the elite Euro players. And, you know, my, I, I, I would love to see a spine of, of, you know, that's similar to that U20 team with, with Richards, Ledesma, Mendez, Soto, and then fill that in, take that strong core and, oh, just, let's just upgrade. Let's, let's get, you know, the qualify for the tournament, let's hope. And then just add in a Pulisic, add in a Sergeant, add in Tim Weah, uh, you know, add in a, a Reggie and you're, there's just so many opportunities to upgrade from the pool that's already been like integrated with the seniors. So, yeah. Um, so I like, I like this like USYNT greatest hits. Uh, and I also like finding a home for players like Miles Robinson, even like Mark McKenzie to an extent who didn't really get to shine at youth level for the Nats and, uh, you know, are, are blossoming in this young twenties, uh, era jonathan lewis perhaps is played but never never dom domed and i think he's he's good enough to to be quite good at the 23 level so um so i I like seeing it i like seeing the net cast very wide and uh hopefully we'll get get good good news and footage from the el salvador match but the the last two friendlies they played um, went well so um so i think you know positive signs from the 23s about potential qualification in march yeah we were worried about that what are the, how are they going to qualify without you know the McKennies and tyler adams of the world looking at it now you know i'm not uh, as worried as i once was uh, this well is- yeah the the trick is i mean march is better than january um but if we're going to be relying on the mls players they tend to be pretty bad in the winter Mm. Uh, which is why they just get knocked out of this the Champions League, you know, time and time again. Really, um, they're also just worse than the Mexican. I see. So, like, so this yeah. uh, the roster that we're looking at now is not actually the roster we'll get to look at for quality. No, no. I would right. say that they're they're running through iterations, and it seems like they they might be like trying to develop like specific relationships as well. So there's some like pairings in here they want to try. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I expect the final roster. Also, you know, things change so quickly. And, like, for the under-23 set, because of the influence of the senior team, you know, whether it's at the same time or not at the same time, and club commitments and all that, it, it is tough to tell. So, um, But I think we're going to have a strong team, and I, I, I like, I like our, our group. All right. Um, so into, the, into, into your Europe here uh, for some club stuff. Polisic, you know, last time we talked, it was like he had a bunch of bad games, but today he had a good one. And this time we talk, it's like he had a bunch of games where he didn't play, including not getting on the actual roster. And then today, as we record, he gets on the roster and gets a sweet ass uh, assist. So I'm having a little sense of deja vu where I get increasingly discouraged until the day we record when something good happens. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? That sound? In the oh yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh yeah. Welcome to the Fishy Report. Fishy Report. Welcome to the Fishy Report. Woo! It is, was, and always will be uh, Fishy Report time. You know that. You know that much. My whole life is a Fishy Report. I forget to bring in that song. It's just playing in my head at all times. Uh, so yeah, this counts. Pooley can't fucking believe it. He is still considered a Fishy. Holy shit. Him and Cameron Carter Vickers. Isn't that unreal? The guy in this turned 21 forever. last month. <laughs> he will continue to be a Fishy for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, yeah, so yeah, so it's, uh, it was looking real, real bad, uh, for the past couple weeks. Yeah, uh, it's what's been, your it's what's been your rough. read on that? 
Yeah, so uh, coming out of the last international break, he Pulisic went home uh, early before the Chile match, um, ostensibly to prepare to play for Chelsea, and then proceeded to not play for Chelsea for like a month. Uh, so he was he was uh, he was out of the Premier League uh, match that weekend, and then he was I, I was very much hoping that he would play in the Champions League match after that because I was there in person in London. Yeah, yeah. At Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So this is an in-person fishy report. I got to see Christian Pulisic warm up a lot, which was <laughs> thrilling. Uh, he was clapping for the fans. He was getting super, super hyped. Uh, Mason Mount went down in like the 18th minute, and him and Pedro got up, and Christian went down. So I figured at that point that it was highly unlikely I would get to see him, which was unfortunate. But my my trip was was uh, fantastic. And that was the only game I got to see. Um, but being able to experience a, a you know European uh, night firsthand was really special. So I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, to swing around to a couple of the other fishies, uh, Weya is still hurt. So um, hurt. Anthony Robinson's doing well. Settled in at uh, at um, Wigan. Uh, doing well over there. My favorite one um, is Westone, dude. Schalke, West like Tone, yeah. fighting fighting relegation last year. Take the same core uh, with what's the coach's name there? With um, um with uh, David Wagner. David yeah. Wagner. Yeah, David Wagner. Yeah. And he... USMNT vet. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yes, that can't yes, possibly indeed. be true. That is very true. He's and Jurgen Klopp's best friend. Yeah, he, I think his uh, mom maybe is American. So he grew up in Germany. He was a he was a dual nat. Holy crap! Okay, all right. Yanks David, on Yanks. David Wagner is now my favorite coach in the world <laughs> because he took this struggling group of Schalke now to the very tippy top of the table. Uh, I think actual top right now. At literal top report. last week. Yeah, I think um, they might have lost today, but um, and and Weston yeah. has been crucial. Uh, he's not been quite as crucial as uh, uh, what's his name the uh, the, <laughs> the uh, Moroccan dude. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, that guy's that guy's sick. Amin Harit. Amin Harit. He's been he's been lights out and has been the revel- this the story of Schalke. But Weston quietly has been there every good minute of this team. Didn't play for a half uh, this weekend, and they weren't as good. And then he came in and they scored off a Weston uh, throw in. So yeah, so yeah, there you have yeah, it. Nice. David Wagner loves Weston, and Weston's k- killing the game, looking great. He's a crucial part of this incredible Schalke story. So yeah, he's, absolutely. He's the, he's the he's the best Nats minutes you can get on a weekly basis. That is currently the case, and he it's crazy. He, you know, when he uh, broke out onto the scene, Pulisic was higher profile, and then um, very briefly, Tyler Adams was higher profile. Yeah, and Weston's just been doing his thing. He's been like the solid, you know, two slot all the time. So he's he has never been getting he's never been had that pressure of like carrying the the Nats uh, banner quite as much, um, but he's clearly capable. And right now he's the, the best show in town, you know, as you said. Um, Adams uh, still injured perpetually two weeks away from a return, which is uh, tremendously Horrifying. depressing. Um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem grave. It just seems like maybe they're, they're taking it slow and, and giving him some time. So hopefully he comes back and has a good sort of three quarters of a year. Um, with Arbe Leipzig, which is a fantastic team. 
and uh, Joshi Honest, Poo, the boy who would be Poo. king. Before you get to Josh, King David my, himself. Yes, King David himself. Before you get there, my feeling is with Tim Weah and Tyler Adams. If we get one of them back to their, you know, projected yeah, yeah. heights, we are lucky. Um, the chances that yeah, both of these guys right. come back and do everything that it seemed like they could do are are right. very slim. Uh, yeah, in, in I, my I opinion. Agree. I agree. Uh, and they, we might get neither. So get ready for that possibility. If we get either of them back, then then really be grateful, uh, Nats yep. fans. Because yeah. that's a big deal. Um, Joshi Poo is doing well. He is, uh, he's been starting for uh, Werder. He had an assist last week against uh, Dortmund. And um, sort of a semi-assist this week. Um, so he's very he's goal been starting dangerous. in the absence. He's very goal dangerous. The the main striker I think went down with an injury, so he's getting a chance to to start, and he's he's doing well. Um, trying to think of other other fishy stories over in Europa. Uh, those are the biggies. Yeah, we've got yeah we've got we've got uh, Dest continuing to do well, but I you know we'll we'll just assume that that's the case until he <laughs> until he actually rejoins the program. Yeah, Dest um, is no longer is temporarily not a fishy. He's not on the fishy it, yeah, roster as of that's right true. now. He's half maybe every other game we can report. <laughs> the, there is a little bit of like a a stall here, which is I I think we want you know if we had our druthers. We would be we would be looking at debuts maybe for for Ledesma, Gloucester, Soto, some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, well, not not a debut for Soto, but more you know more playing time. Um, so the the last month hasn't been great in terms of that that kind of stuff, but hopefully soon. Um, I I think towards the end of the year we're gonna see Gio Reyna potentially make a debut. You really um, think so, Gio Reyna for yeah. Dortmund? Yeah, 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 I do. That is out yeah. of control. You remember the year when Dortmund played? Uh, Emre Moore for like, yeah, like a thousand minutes. Yeah, Gio Reyna is way better than Emre Moore was at that point. Yeah. So I, I think it's entirely possible. It's 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 like mostly due to the risk tolerance of the manager and yeah. Tuchel Dortmund is, like, is also a lot Tuchel, better. Tuchel he only feels pleasure when he's risking everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but Dor- and Favre is Favre is not quite the same no, dude no uh, he's, no he's a, he's, he's, a, a, he's a little bit more like allied back there but he uh, and, and I would also say that Dortmund is a much stronger team than they were at the time when Pulisic yeah, and Emre yeah, Moore right. came up yeah um, but uh, still I mean I've heard amazing things I've watched I think he's cool getting YouTube minutes. videos uh, uh, that's, a, that's all I'll say I think he's I think Gio Reyna plays over a hundred minutes for Dortmund this year. Wow, money's on the table, y'all. Reach out to us Zero on Twitter at WTP. <laughs> Zero. Uh, so what would you would you pick up from your experiences watching oh, in yes. person Euro footy? So I I originally was hoping Fubo to see stream. more. It was way different from the Fubo stream, but I, I I'll tell you my my sort of journey. The, I went there to pick up my ticket um, beforehand because I ordered online and didn't arrive. And so I, walk, I was walking around Stamford Bridge when it was empty, which was really cool. It's, uh, you know, I didn't quite get this. I think English people probably think this is obvious, but Chelsea is very fancy. So I, I didn't, I didn't know any of this. I apologize if I, if I'm, you know, a, a troglodyte. But Chelsea is like, it's essentially <laughs> like the the Upper West Side. So you it's like, have uh, this Chelsea. Like, it's like, yeah, like actual <laughs> Chelsea. No, it's not like actual Chelsea. It's like the Upper West Side. And so it's like, wow. 
you, you're in, you're among, you know, uh, it's like all these places where they have like a real estate brokerage that is selling places for bajillions of dollars. And there's like 10 of them. And you're like, wow, there's, there's some money going on here. So, um, you, you walk up to the stadium and the, the street side of the stadium is a hotel, uh, and a bar called Frankie's gross. And (laughs) so you walk up, (laughs) you walk like to the side of it and you can barely tell that there's a stadium there. It just looks like, you know, normal urban landscape and the stadiums it's like packed in, in this very small plot and it's like deep into the ground. So it doesn't like the profile of it is, is not its height. So you're, you're kind of like embedded in the ground. So it's, it's this really neat, uh, thing where they, they, they have designed and built an urban stadium that, that, functions and you know fits plenty of people and has a very small footprint compared to you know normal uh stadia and there's like almost no car parking obviously um so uh it's the the fanciness of it definitely took me by surprise because you think of english soccer i guess as being like more of a of a middle class thing like lower and middle class Um, yeah i'd say that's fair yeah, and it, then I think of like a lot of the people who root for Chelsea, and they're like f- who are from the states, and they're not associating it with that. So like I feel like somehow they've escaped that. But the the whole like being owned by a Russian billionaire thing completely makes sense. It's like it's clear like they you know Roman Abramovich would much rather own Chelsea than West Ham. You know, yeah, uh, which I I didn't quite grasp before. So that was neat. Um, going into the stadium, I, you know, took the train to the match, which was fun. Uh, it was very, you know, very similar to, to things in the States, just kind of more volume. And then, um, one thing that caught me by surprise is they, they segment the stadium strictly. So you, you have a ticket for your section and you go in your section and you cannot get anywhere else. So there's like a little a little concourse area where you can get beer or whatever, and that connects like you know your part of the stadium. But wherever the you know Valencia fans were sitting is like there's a wall, <laughs> so you can't get out. Um, so that was an interesting like relic of the the battle days of of English soccer that I wasn't expecting as an American sports fan. Like our stadiums are getting more and more open, like you can just you know meander. So, um, so that was neat walking up the, the tunnel for the first time and seeing it, like I'm, I don't have an emotional connection to Chelsea, but I've seen Stanford bridge, you know, a million times on TV, played it in FIFA, seeing it in real life was definitely like a breathtaking experience. It's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a great stadium, but it's just the, the feeling, the vibe of, uh, you know, traditional soccer, uh, in Europe was was really special. Not to take anything away from MLS, my the the closest thing I had to compare it to, honestly, was Seattle. You know, in terms yeah, of like how bitch. I felt emotionally, like when I was watching, I, I Clayton and I went to see the Sounders one time. Um, when I was there, hearing the uh, the Seattle Sounders, I just did a little stereo thing for all the listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hearing that, I had a similar like joyous uplifting feeling in my in my chest yeah having nothing to do with the connection to the team but just and by the way uh at the portland timbers stadium their supporters section is blocked off in that way so when you go as a traveling Ah, sounders fan you are like you're in this like protected uh area because it is like that uh maybe not 
I've I've not heard of like violent uh, episodes, but it's not friendly at all. Yeah, so. not friendly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that yeah, that was new for me. Um, and I got to chat with a couple fans, and I uh, eventually Chelsea proceeded to to lose one nothing to Valencia, and everyone was very disappointed. Um, Pulisic did not play. I was planning on chatting with more fans after the match, but it was not the right vibe. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> so well, we have a couple fan uh, interviews, which we can uh, ad- amend to to the show. I thought they were very interesting. Um, and I just, you know, seeing, I was sitting sort of adjacent to the supporter section in the corner. Um, and it was just a really special experience. The, the giant flag thing passed over my head. Uh, I... And I, I was just soaking in the, the atmosphere and realizing that, oh, wow, this is the Upper West Side team. You know, this is considered like the lame fans. Yeah. Imagine the good fans, you know. So imagine going to Dortmund. Imagine going, you know, some of these places. Right. just Or l- let alone the places where they like set things on fire, <laughs> you know, sure. all that stuff. So yeah. so I, it, just, it was just such a great taste of, uh, of top-level European uh, soccer, which I think is is necessarily different, but not necessarily better than, than what we can do. Uh, but it's just neat as a, as a Nats fan to, you know, imagine what it could be like in the U S when, uh, you know, supporter culture has been around for longer and more is more established and more well supported. Um, and yeah, just a, a really cool experience all around. I was really glad to do it. Yeah. So all that to say, start attending MLS matches in your area. Um, USL Indeed. even, why not? Uh, yeah. these things, you know, it all counts. And if, you know, the way to end up with a experience like that here is to start going now. Uh, that's, yeah. that's how that works. Let's close on a couple quick hopes <laughs> and the fears uh, for this nation's league, the inaugural, the inauguration of the league de nation. Uh, Liga de Nation. A, Liga de Nation. What are you got a hope? You got a fear? What you got, fam? Ooh. I can start with one. I got a. Yeah. I got a hope. It's it's for it's for a big fat solid Miaz- Matt Miazga showing. Uh, I think of all the people that we like, uh, the 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 very thin section of the Venn diagram that overlaps the people that we like and the people that Greg likes. Uh, it, it includes Matt Miazga. Yeah, he's and in there. He's in that sliver so of a... He's in that sliver. So the, the, for him to have... He's back. He's he's back with Redding. Redding's, you know, doing their thing. Uh, and and for him to have... Uh, Redding's team is actually really cool. Side note, Redding's team is kind of interesting this year. They're sort of like up and down and they have some interesting attacking players and stuff. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But Not Matt Miazga, enough. back with the Nats. Uh, they, it, he could have a really good showing that would potentially knock Walker Zimmerman out of this situation and that would be really good for the Nats and is totally an achievable fan goal for these yeah. two games. Yeah, so. to your to your point about uh you know incremental progress. You know, Matt Miazga locked in starter would that would that would feel like progress to me. It's like okay, this is Absolutely. undeniable. He's undeniably better. That yeah. would be really really great. Yes. Uh yeah, I guess my fear is just like a lame win over over Canada. You know, if if they lose, there's at least the silver lining that maybe it puts some pressure on Greg. And if they win big, then, you know, maybe the team is better than we're thinking. But just like a 
one nothing like the the game that uh, Giassi Zardes won with a like terrible shot that just like careened off a defender and went in. Do you remember that? <laughs> you mean yeah, nothing. They, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there was the one where he just got hit with the ball and it went in. <laughs> The uh, Uber was, traffic cone. Somebody make a supercut of Giassi's artist scoring without knowing anything about it. I'm pretty sure that does exist, and I am about to YouTube it for it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that would be the fear, right? A lukewarm win where we where Greg gets too much credit and plays all the wrong players. That's sort of that's the the, uh, the yeah. abiding fear. So yeah, and and we can end on maybe same hope for Josh Sargent here. Same one. He seems to be in that sliver and it's possible that he actually starts and it's also possible that he plays really really well <laughs> it's so unlikely <laughs> it's I know, so dude. unlikely jossie's heart is definitely starting well or josie right i guess or i guess josie, i should reel that yeah. one back oh boy so it's it's gonna be josie and then who subs on or you know who subs i don't know on, what. Yeah. oh lord yeah I'm, I'm reeling that one back you're right you're right josh Sargent, not so realistic i'm sticking with matt miazga here over under on minutes in this camp he's Sargent's gonna get like over under 45 minutes in this camp yeah all right well Yikes. there you have it i've got uh we've we've got to go but i've got to go i've got some crackpot theories that i'll that i'll break out that's just a yes. teaser for you it's same in line with my Christian Pulisic is a Jamie Vardy style nine. Uh, I've got yeah. one for Josh Sargent. So we'll bring that to you next episode. Um, mm, folks, I, I absolutely love a $10 sushi roll special. I get I go around the corner. There are two places where for $10 near my house, I can get five three each rolls, <laughs> three rolls. It's $3 and 30 cents each. Damn. Fuck out of here, bro. Fantastic. That could be all three of my things that I love. Uh, I also love San Pellegrino very much. It's a solid the drink. Yeah. The brand, the branding, the flavor, the product, the price, everything about it. Oh, they do uh, have so- that in Italy. I was I was worried. I went to Italy. I was like, I was like, oh, they actually have that here. I thought that was just a thing that they used to trick Americans. No, San Pellegrino is real. It's the real deal. It's authentic. Uh, and and I also love um, catchphrases of any kind. But I don't love any of that stuff. That's embarrassing. As as... <laughs> that's that's a catchphrase of some of a of a relative of ours who is hilarious. Um, but I don't love any of that stuff as much as I absolutely love these nets. Let's go, boys. Goodbye, people. Goodbye, peeps. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. And now, something from Stanford Bridge. Videos. Cool, cool. So I'm here with what's your name? Jacob. Clinton. Clinton. Says. Nice to meet you guys. So, um, yeah, what have you thought of Pulisic so far playing for Chelsea? What's what's your first impression? I'm excited to have him at the club. He's gonna take time. It's a physical league. He's got the pace, but I'm confident he's gonna produce and he's gonna be here a long time. I hope. I hope he's here a long time. That's, yeah. the, that's the most important thing. You don't want someone that's going to be here two years, three years, 
move on at least you know five six years get deeply embedded in the club and then with that you know you you will feel the fans will give back to you if you we will feel if you're here looking for Real Madrid yeah so you know but yeah, even yeah. if you are if you give back to us we'll support you all the way so he's gonna get his chance he just needs to be patient as for for Chelsea fans when there's a new player is it immediately that you love the new player or does the new player have to earn that belief for me seeing him gets me excited seeing what he's done for the US national team what he's done in Germany it's exciting but the Premier League is a different ballgame. You have to adapt to the Premier League. There's been a lot of players that have had, you know, big reputations, come here, not succeeded. You know, people, one, for example, is what are doing plays for Juventus. Big reputation came here, didn't manage to, to do it. Nothing against the guy, you know, he just wasn't able to do it. Just didn't work. But, you know, Pulisic is here. We support him. Let's do it. We give him, you know, it's not like you have two games. You have time here. We're not going to turn on you. So as long as he's... If you're not, you know, you're losing the ball, whatever. As long as you're fighting back to get the ball, that's what we want to see. That's the most important. And the whole team is undergoing a youth movement. What's the attitude in the stands over uh, losses or, like, preventable draws? Like, there was the 2-2 draw here a couple weeks ago that they just, like, threw it away. What's the mood? Is it, like... Is it a patient mood or are people kind of itching to get some of the old guard back in? So, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but personally, going into the season, between each other, joking around, oh yeah, we'll be happy to finish in the top six. We're not hoping for too much. So personally, what's happened so far, I'm very, you know, happy with. But nothing bad to say. They are a young side. They're growing, throwing away a 2-0 lead. It happens. But it's a lesson they have to learn. So it's better they do it now than, you know, Champions League quarterfinals, FA Cup semifinals, get that sort of, you know, out of the way, get the experience, learn how to lose, but also learn how to continue fighting back at the same time and then, you know, give up. Why do you all think that Americans aren't very good at soccer? (laughs) It's not your first sport. You know, we're not good at American football, we're not good at baseball. You know, that's your things. Ice hockey, you share that with the Canadians, whatever. He's just trying to be real. real. Like, is this guy? It's not. It's not you guys play sport, and so you you guys have to adapt to whatever that is going on. It takes time, you know. It's what 20 years, maybe 25 years. America's been getting into it. It's grown massively. Certain stars have gone over, boosted it. Kids see them. They want to idolize them. But I do think Pulisic for Chelsea is a massive step towards getting kids looking away from the other traditional sports and more towards football or soccer, actually. Nice. And my last question is, do you think the U.S. will ever win the World Cup? And you can say no. Honestly, honestly, within my lifetime, I don't believe so. I think the, the grassroots of... European football, South American football is too deep from two, three, like you can walk, they give you a football. So it's a different mindset, you know. So in my lifetime I don't believe so. No, I just I just believe it uh, like the national team, the US national team have to learn 
from the female national team. They have to, they have to believe. Yeah, that's what we keep saying. They, they have to yeah. be, they have to yeah. believe. They have to yeah. believe like you can do it. Yeah. If you employ that, that's football. If you believe like you can do it, you can do it. You can challenge for anything. Mental game. Yeah, it's a yeah. mental game. When you win, when you lose a battle, then there's nothing for you. Oh, again. But looking at the national team of US now, I didn't see that in yeah. there. There's no, there's nothing in there. So they just need to believe and learn from the female national team, which I really appreciate what the female is doing in in America right now. I love it. That's it. I love it. What, what a good quote. Love that. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's called We the Peeps. And now another thing from Stamford Bridge. Um, overall, just first impressions of Pulisic at Chelsea. What do you think so far? Fast, but a little bit soft. I don't think he's really been given the chance yet either. I mean, he hasn't really started many games. You're going to stay out of it? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be good, but he's, he's quite young, so they'll, I think they'll just rotate him in this year. Yeah. He probably won't get loads and loads of minutes. Yeah. How, how about yourself? Have you seen him play too much? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know who he is. Newborn fans. Newborn fans, that's fantastic. <laughs> and so how did, how did one yank end up with this group? What's the Great connection? question. Uh, she's not my girlfriend, and these guys are my friends. Oh, universe. great. And so are you living here in, in England? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Um, but she bleeds blue. She's yeah. Yeah. It was usually the first team I saw play, so I was like, okay, I feel like I need to have an affinity towards something, so that was it. What do you think separates soccer culture in the U.S. and, and here? I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things, but you know what stands what, what's out to different you? about it? Yeah, like I don't know if you attended any matches in the U.S. I've been, I've been to a, LF, a few LAFC games yeah. and a few Galaxy games. Um, I think in general, it's just more like the hype around it here is just like a lot bigger, and it's like obviously the main sport in here, here and across the world. So there's just like. In the U.S., you have all the major leagues, and soccer kind of falls at the at the back of that. And here, it's like the for sure, overwhelmingly at the front of everything. So it's just generally how excited people get about it here is different. And last question: If you could, if if you could recommend one thing that Americans should do to make soccer, you know, bigger and, and more important in the country, what should we do? Get rid of some of the cringy chants. Like you've seen, the, some of the chants are pretty bad. <laughs> Can you uh, think of one offhand that you, that you would recommend like cutting? Uh, Fight and win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I recommend LAFC if you ever get the chance to to visit LA. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the closest we have in the states to like an actual atmosphere. Group at the back. I think it went to like yeah, their yeah. first game or yeah, one of the first yeah. games, and it was just like people like drumming and yeah. I got like the most I've ever seen. It's, it's like 80% Mexican people. But I, feel, so I think the Sounders yeah. are supposed to be pretty good too. Yeah, Sounders yeah. is good too. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. En